0: Welcome to Wild on Health, your weekly holistic prescription for living healthy, naturally. Lifespan, that's simply the time you'll clock on this planet. Healthspan, however, is the time you'll spend living your life in optimal mental and physical health. Join me on Seeking Healthspan, a podcast loaded with sensible recommendations and tips intended to put quality years on your life. Our guest later on in the show today is a name you may recognize. Joy McCarthy is a holistic nutritionist and founder of the award-winning website JoyousHealth.com. But today, our focus is slowing down visible signs of aging. It's your largest organ. Changes in it often signal changes in your overall health. It renews itself every 28 days, and it's home to more than 1,000 species of bacteria. And the average person sheds about 300 million cells of it per day, or about 9 pounds a year. You got it. It's your skin. And the three Ds of visible aging are deterioration, descent, and deflation. Deterioration is the visible lines and wrinkles and pores in your skin, most often uh, the side effects of which come from UVA and UVB light, free radicals, and environmental wear and tear. Descent, that's the drooping and the sagging, kind of looking tired and worn. Deflation is the lack of contour, and that's when we begin to look a little hollow or sullen. So, what's trending in health span when it comes to skin and managing the 3Ds? The skincare market is tremendous and it's oversaturated due to poor regulations, anti aging claims used so liberally. Most of you are actually buying marketing, not science. There is, however, a lot of wonderful scientific research in the area of slowing down skin aging. And one example, and it's one of so many, is how researchers have taken collagen producing cells from 70 year olds and 30 year olds respectively and placed these subject samples into separate Petri dishes containing the same ingredient mixture. The outcome was shocking. Both cells produce the same levels of collagen despite the age difference that demonstrates that perhaps more important than age is the nutrients and the antioxidants that the skin cells have access to. And this suggests that when they are dependent on ingredients and you don't feed them, they age. When you feed them essentially uh, all of the ingredients they need, they remain youthful. Our skin cells constantly undergo a cycle of breakdown and repair, and as we age, Breakdown begins to outpace the repair phase. And that shift towards breakdown is caused by two primary factors, chronic inflammation and free radical stress. And as we age, chronic inflammation and free radical stress increases and dominates. When it comes to healthy, youthful looking skin, the idea of anti-aging has to be out and skin climate is trending. That's right, climate. It's a common term that we use when describing and prevailing weather conditions of a region like hot cold damp arid windy etc but skin climate can actually be used in a similar fashion when it comes to your skin an optimal skin climate has lower levels of inflammation and free radical stress and it promotes skin health repair and it slows down the aging process a suboptimal skin climate promotes skin breakdown and accelerates the visible signs of aging. There's multiple factors that contribute to the climate of your skin. Chronic inflammation and free radical levels are increased by a host of dietary, lifestyle and environmental factors including poor nutrition, deficiencies, UVA exposure, UVB exposure, pollution, poor sleep, and even bad choices for cosmetics and beauty products. So when we wonder, full circle, why 70-year-old skin cells begin producing similar levels of collagen as 30-year-old skin cells, the answer is in the skin climate or the petri dish which was identical for the ingredients necessary for those skin cells. Your skin potential is directly linked to the climate. We need to also overcome the notion that somehow beauty products do anything to the top layer of skin, the skin barrier. The skin barrier restricts topical creams and serums primarily due to the epidermis and its actions, and this leaves the rest of your deeper layers of skin neglected. These deeper layers are nourished by tiny blood vessels which deliver nutrients and antioxidants that work to optimize the skin climate from within. Here's what you need to have To get the healthiest, most glowing, reduced wrinkled skin possible well into old age. Ready? Number one. Maximize skin defenses using effective protection against UV damage. This is an internal and external effort. Uh, For example, oxybenzone free sunscreen. Use only zinc oxide and titanium dioxide and cover with appropriate clothing and even hats. Number two. Keep hydrated to optimize skin tone and suppleness. We forget how important H2O is on the daily. Number three, firm up by supplementing with ingredients that improve skin elasticity and firmness. Four, smooth out by using supplements to help improve roughness and redness. Number five, protect with antioxidants with high affinity to skin cells that protect against environmental toxins and oxidative stress. And of course we'll get very specific that's coming up. Here is your prescription. EPA is an active form of omega-3 an essential fatty acid derived from fish oil. This is a primary regulator of inflammation in the body and it can protect against UV damage to the skin. DHA is also an active form of omega-3 derived from fish oil that improves skin cell membrane function. Zeaxanthin is an antioxidant that can be derived from paprika and some other natural sources, which acts as one of the most powerful absorbers of sunlight from the inside out. Lutein, also a carotenoid like zeaxanthin, is an antioxidant derived from marigold flowers, very similar properties to zeaxanthin. And lastly, vitamin D3 It's the same form that you're producing from cholesterol in your skin when exposed to sunlight, which helps to also reduce skin inflammation. So separately and together, these ingredients increase skin firmness, elasticity, they increase skin hydration, so long as there's water there in your diet, reduce skin roughness and redness, which are signs of inflammation, and can even work to improve acne, eczema, rosacea, and psoriasis. All right, it's time for the ingredient of the day. Collagen is a major component of your skin. It plays a role in strengthening skin as well as in elasticity and hydration. And as you age, your body produces less collagen leading to dry skin and the formation of wrinkles. And many studies show that collagen peptides or supplements containing collagen actually help to reduce aging and slows down the aging process of your skin by reducing wrinkles and dryness. In fact, one review of 11 studies, focusing mostly on women, found that taking between 3 and 10 grams of collagen per day for an average of 69 days led to significant improvements in skin elasticity and hydration. These supplements actually work by stimulating your body to produce collagen on its own. Additionally, collagen supplements actually help to promote the production of other proteins that help structure your skin, including elastin and fibrillin. Collagen turnover is a slow process, however, so expect that it'll take up to about eight weeks, just like the study I quoted, to experience noticeable results. I highly recommend taking pictures weekly under, you know, the same light and conditions to best document these changes. All right, next up is what I call the supplement scorecard. So each week, if you listen into the podcast, you know that I pick apart the ingredient of the day using a rating system based on five factors. Claim? scientific validation, cost, ease of use, and cautions. And I base the five ratings on a scale of 20 where the result yields a percentage score, of course, out of 100. So when it comes to its claim, collagen seems actually quite promising for skin health, and in my opinion, gets a score out of 19 out of 20. It's also garnered some moderate scientific evidence, giving a score of about 14, Typically, comes in powder form that easily mixes into water, and it's widely available. That yields a score of 18 for ease of use, and it comes in under $2 a day, making it very affordable. So in that case, receives a score of 18. It's also ranked as very safe for use and getting a score of 18 in my books. So my overall score, uh, my scorecard for collagen is 87%, and that is a solid A. When I put collagen through an interactions checker to determine any issues with cross-reactivity, prescription medications, or even other supplements, it actually shows up nothing, and that's excellent news. So feel free to uh, take that with pretty much anything else you're taking. It's time for the healthy living minute. Not all fat is bad. In fact, fatty foods are crucial to optimal skin tone and climate. In fact, We are now learning that this extends itself into saturated fats, which were once thought to be the evil behind heart disease. Oxidated fat and fat that's been processed or denatured, like hydrogenated fats, seed and vegetable oils, however, are terrible for your skin and your overall health. Your best bet when it comes to working in the kitchen is to stick with olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, or affectionately known as EVOO, sustainable red palm fruit oil, avocado oil and even coconut oil and keep in mind not to cook with them beyond their smoke points so look those up simple Google search will show you and when fat is rancid or oxidized it can actually increase damage to skin cells lead to inflammation and internally increase the risk of diabetes and cardiovascular disease it's also a great idea to increase nuts and avocado in your diet but also supplement with essential fatty acids in the form of pure EPA and DHA, and I like a ratio of 3 to 1 at 5 grams daily, or a teaspoon daily. This is shown to reduce inflammation and really support skin and slow down the skin aging process. However, and this is important, you want to avoid supplementing with flaxseed, sunflower seeds, and pumpkin seed oils, all of which are omega-6s which most often we can do without. We get enough of that in our diets and too much contributes to inflammation. And science has also showed us that maintaining a red blood cell saturation of higher than 8% can slow down visible signs of aging, not to mention reduce our chances of heart disease by up to 90%. So check out omegaquant.com and uh, you can look at the various tests they offer. It's a simple pinprick test that you can do at home to determine your own omega-3 saturation of your red blood cells. All right, it's time to welcome my expert guest of the week, Joy McCarthy. Joy is a holistic nutritionist and founder of the award-winning website joyoushealth.com, author of three best-selling cookbooks, Joyous Health, the Joyous Cookbook and Joyous Detox, which is a World Gourmand Cookbook Award recipient. And she hosts the Joyous Health podcast. Joy herself has developed a line of organic herbal teas, natural beauty products, and best in class all natural children's supplements in partnership with Genuine Health. That is a lot of joy. Welcome to <laughs> Wild on Health Seeking Health Span.
1: Hey, Bryce. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much for joining. You know, I credit you for all of this, Uh, this uh, startup podcast, which, by the way, I also blame you. So it's a lot of hours (laughs) in the week.
1: (laughs) I know. Uh, I was like, when I had you on last, I'm like, uh, why do you not have a podcast?
0: You were about the 20th person who, over the course of the last year, told me that I needed to get with the times uh, and start a podcast. So you were, I affectionately refer to as the straw that broke my procrastination. So there you go. Here we are. (laughs) I'm so happy to hear that. So as listeners know, today's podcast focus is on skin health because it's the most visible aspect of aging, but it also mirrors to some degree how we're aging from the inside out. You're a huge proponent of that. Uh, And if we're wanting to add health span to our skin and of course the rest of our body, optimal nutrition is probably one of the most important areas of focus. So I, I love this astute observation that people are fed by the food industry, which pays no real attention to health whatsoever. And they're treated Mm -hmm. by the health industry, which pays such little attention to food. And as an expert in nutrition, my first question to you is, what foods should we be avoiding if we want Mm. healthy glowing skin into old age?
1: Well, that's a really easy one. Um, I would say the one that comes to mind the most is sugar. And sugar also tends to be the most addictive food. It makes us feel so good, but it very effectively caramelizes, ages our skin, increases inflammation. So if we're fair-skinned, inflammation for us looks like red, redness. For darker-skinned people, that can look like irritation. But sugar is probably the worst. And I'm sure your listeners even know for themselves when they eat when they drink a lot of alcohol or they're eating a lot of starchy, refined carbs, like white pasta, like when we think of sugar, it's not just, you know, bonbons and candies. It is the foods that are lacking in fiber that break down into glucose into the gut really quickly, increase inflammation, also feed all the bad bacteria and yeast in our gut. We could talk about sugar for the whole entire time, essentially. Mm. But I would say sugar is the first one that you want to limit or just cut it out. Just be really aware, um, and yeah, all those refined carbohydrates. And it's so, so easy to make switches, right?
0: Right. And I, I want to hear about some of those into the healthier alternatives. But so science reveres this as the A G E S, in part, right? The advanced yes. glycation end products. Which, you know, if one were to your your opinion on if one were to um, adopt or pay a little more attention to glycemic load and glycemic index, is that a good place to start?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great place to start. And, you know, sometimes we think when we hear about glycemic load, sometimes we think anything that's high on the glycemic index, we shouldn't eat at all. But the reality is, it's all about your meal and what you pair, what foods you pair together. So a food that is maybe a little bit higher on the glycemic index, if you pair it with some fat and protein, then you bring down the glycemic load. You know, let's look at guaca chips. That's a perfect example. If you're going to eat some tortilla chips or chips, have it with hummus or have it with guacamole. You have that fat and that protein, and it brings down that glycemic load. Even better if you have your guac with some sliced cucumbers. But you know what? I like tortilla chips, too. I like the crunch and the salt. So, um, yeah, bringing There's down no- that glycemic load is key.
0: There's no getting away from snacking, though, right? I mean, with the you know unbelievable amount of choices that we have in the in the uh, grocery store as we're shopping it's uh, it's a go to i mean th- these days most recently particularly with uh, netflix binging and being mm. at home more often i mean so we're not going to say don't eat snack food we're going to give you some tips and tricks as to perhaps what health uh, what what snack food are, are are a little healthier but i want to bring this theme besides sugar which has been for good reasons vilified over the years i want to yeah. bring some you know some insights into this idea that it's sugar, which is causing speeding up of aging, but also the fact that it's literally deficient or devoid of the micronutrients. I mean, that's really the exactly. theme here, correct? It's
1: a nutrient dead food. And so right. many people are already bankrupt in terms of their how many nutrients they consume on a, on a regular basis. And then they have high stress, which is such a nutrient hog. And they essentially are ending up nutrient bankrupt and eating nutrient dead foods on a daily basis. And you're exactly right. You're missing all those micronutrients.
0: So sugar's high on the list. How about bad oils?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was going to talk about next. You know, when you walk down the grocery store aisle where all the oils are in those plastic clear bottles. Um, most of them are rancid, very high in omega-6 oils. And we, you know, Western society, we eat, we consume way too much omega-6 and it's not just from those rancid oils, you know, it's not just frying and cooking in, you know, rancid sunflower oil. Um, it's also all of the packaged foods that we're eating that have a lot of omega-6 oils, the crackers, the chips, the baked goods that we, you know, the store-bought baked goods. And so, North Americans, they're getting way too much omega 6, not enough omega 3. And we need omega 3 essential fatty acids for healthy skin, especially to support our skin barrier function. And that right. is so important to slow down aging and look, have more youthful skin.
0: So, if we only did those two things, if we only for our skin and the health of our body overall, as we're objecting to, increase lifespan, square the curve, add years to our life, but healthy years to our life. And that ultimately reflects to the skin. If we were to avoid sugar, bad sugar, pay a little more attention to glycemic index, glycemic load and start, you know, cooking and or uh, using simply uh, healthier oils uh, in our diet, we're going to see visible results.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, cooking with avocado oil or using really good quality olive oil and not frying with it, coconut oil, ghee. Like my favorite way to have scrambled eggs is with some ghee. Tastes delicious. Mm. And it's a very solid fat. So, you know, it's not like trying to, you know, cook something with, with sunflower oil, which is so susceptible to damage.
0: So let's dive a little bit deeper into the fats for a moment. Because uh, Of mm-hmm. course, these bad oil, seed oils, uh, yes. vegetable oils, terrible for us, uh, all organ systems, including the skin. Um, talk to us about what healthy fats do for our skin.
1: Yeah. So healthy fats in simplest terms, healthy fats create moisture from the inside out, but they do more than just that healthy fats, like Omega three essential fatty acids are so key for keeping inflammation in check inflammatory chemicals that can make our skin more sensitive, make our skin age faster. So that's really key. Um, Hormonal balance is so key. So when we make sure we get enough omega-3 fatty acids, this really supports our body's hormones and that's key. And we know that especially for your female listeners who may be still menstruating, they see those huge hormonal fluctuations, especially before they get their period. Um, If they're PMSing, for example. So eating more good fats, whether it's avocados, um, almonds, fatty fish, can really make a big difference to help balance those hormones so that you don't have those wild fluctuations of estrogen and progesterone that really can mess with your skin.
0: And if folks want to learn more about what, cause you mentioned Omega six being pro-inflammatory and are of course uh... You know, perhaps the last uh, thousand years or so, our diets have shifted us from what we evolved to appreciate for both skin and organ health, the omega-3 and omega-6 balance. Folks can actually test this. I love to use, uh, with my own mm. patients, this index, the omega-3 index Omega Quant, a simple little blood prick test to determine whether or not your ratio of three omega three, the essential fatty acids that you know all about, we'll dive deeper into that. Uh, to omega six is actually appropriate to add years, healthy years to your life. I love this wow, quote. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's so easily accessible, very inexpensive. Get your finger on the pulse as it relates to you know this inflammatory index. Very by and large controlled. Uh, by your omega-3 saturation in the red blood cells. Easy enough to test and to shift. Put years on your life. Um, I love this quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. And it goes, beautiful young people are accidents of nature, but beautiful (laughs) old people are works of art.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Yeah. If you want to be a work of art, I say follow Joy's advice. And so what that advice is, is reduce your omega-6 intake, increase your omega-3 Get rid of sugar and hydrate. That's what we know so far. And I know that you have a special interest in rosacea. So I want to know why. I want to know what is it. Our listeners want to know what this is and how do we manage it.
1: So millions of people suffer from rosacea. I had rosacea. It started kind of in 2017, but I feel like I've always been sort of more prone to flushing. However, it's a long-term skin condition where your skin barrier function is essentially damaged. So your skin is often very red. Um, You can see like your your blood vessels are more dilated. Um, Depending what stage of rosacea you have, a lot of people just have the chronic redness on their skin and irritation, but some people also get acne. So I had the whole gamut. I had moderate to severe uh, rosacea up until sort of like early 2020. And it really affected my self-confidence and my self-esteem. And it was very frustrating, especially for someone like me. I'm so healthy. I eat well, uh, but I wasn't doing everything right. And I didn't realize it um, at the time. So rosacea affects in America alone, affects 16 million people. And so many more people have it and don't even know, but your skin just gets so irritated. It's just, yeah, the skin barrier function has been, um, is just not, uh, working efficiently.
0: So fun fact, your skin is the largest organ in your body and your gut is essentially specialized inverted skin, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What goes on in your gut, your gut a healthy gut is the foundation of healthy skin. And we know, um, research has shown that there's many different microbes, um, that when we have them in abundance can actually impact our skin's level of sensitivity, um, impact our skin's inflammation. So a healthy gut is so important, uh, for healthy skin. And I don't, you know, if you think about all, there's so many different skin disorders, whether it's eczema, um, psoriasis, rosacea, and so many of them, have links to skin, sorry, have links to gut disorders as well. Is
0: that and that's how been you, well
1: established.
0: For sure. Is that how you cracked the code, you know, individually? Was it a focus on your gut or what what happened?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a focus. On my gut. Also, my stress levels were really key mm. in getting those under control, but it was mostly getting my gut health in order. I was very sensitive to histamine and I had no idea, but it wasn't enough to just take supplements to help me better break down histamine. I had to get to the root cause. Um, so, a change in diet. Um, I changed up my natural health supplements. That was really key. And I also, you know, as much as, as a holistic nutritionist, I like to focus on inside out health. I also changed up, you know, what I was, how I was actually treating my skin because up until 40 years old, I never had skin issues. So I was just one of those people that whatever use anything on my face. And then in my forties, everything changed, but thankfully now in 2022, I can say that that's definitely a thing of the past. It is something I know that's always kind of there. If, you know, I start eating gluten, dairy, sugar, I'm stressed to the max. I could easily have a flare up, but I'm just, I, I manage it and it's so much better now.
0: I love the way you framed that because at the end of the day, we all have these Achilles heels, these predispositions to, you know, the expression of issues, health issues, all the way through to disease, that whole gamut. And when we provoke it through inflammatory foods, um, not watching, uh, you know, our exercise levels and particularly our stress levels. Um, You know, stress can become toxic. I mean, stress is ultimately one of those things that irrefutably ages us quicker. You you mentioned in there dry skin, you know, and eczema, dermatitis. Would your approach be similar for folks out there listening to this as it pertained to your... Um, you know, insights with rosacea. Yeah, I mean, we're we talking. Actually, about-
1: yeah, it's really interesting. I, I actually recently interviewed an expert um, for my podcast on eczema. And as I was going through all the questions and she was sharing her expertise, I was like, wow, I cannot believe how many similarities there are between rosacea and eczema and it, all of these skin disorders. So much of it is, you know, get inflammation down, eat more healthy fats you know, have stress management strategies in place. Like there's, there's so many similarities, but of course there's like certain foods, um, that one can consume that can, you know, really help repair the skin and help support that skin barrier function. And when we support that skin barrier function, that's great uh, to prevent premature aging as well.
0: So tell us about those, give give us some tidbits, some examples, and also what you did personally.
1: Yeah. So something I eat every day at breakfast, no matter you know what I'm eating, I always have like a little bowl of dark berries and I change it up all the time. So it might be raspberries, blackberries, just to get all those phytonutrients and vitamin C, which helps with the formation of collagen. Mm-hmm. And I also take collagen every single day um, because that was one thing that that was one of the key things as well. Like there was a whole gamut of them, but that was definitely one of the things I think that get me, that sort of got me over that hump um, to super really, really support um, the hydration of my skin. But dark berries are such a superfood and such an easy thing. Plus, so many more benefits for brain health, preventing Alzheimer's, um, supporting gut health with all that fiber, and then I I feel like. You know, a food that I feel people don't really think about, or sort of a food category where they where there's a lot of nutrition brand bang for your buck, are herbs and spices. So cinnamon um, cloves, oregano, they're just really concentrated sources of antioxidants, which slow down aging of the skin because they help mop up those free radicals that otherwise damage our our skin cells and make our skin age faster. So I feel, you know, when I look at myself in my twenties, I'm now my mid forties. I definitely look healthier. My skin is healthier and better looking than it was when I was in my twenties.
0: That's amazing. So, you know, we we talked a little bit about, you know, rosacea and and your uh, experience with it and recovery from it. And again, managing, uh, that's really what it's about, not coping or, you know, sort of applying cortisone cream or topicals that are going to suppress inflammation, but managing it from the inside out. Um, But what if somebody doesn't have rosacea or they're, you know, clear of acne or they don't have eczema? Um, right. or psoriasis. I mean, w- one, of the, one of the best ways to sort of visibly see that somebody's hyperexposed to UV radiation or drinking too much alcohol or smoking is wrinkling. Uh, you mentioned yes. uh, collagen, this infrastructure that's, you know, subdermal. Um, what besides collagen, you also mentioned a little bit of omega-3s. What, what can we do to slow, here's the question really, what do we do to slow down visible wrinkles and enhance our glow?
1: Yeah. Well, well, we can focus on food since we're kind of talking about it. I mean, there's so many different areas we could go into, but I'm a big fan of green tea and Mm -hmm. white tea because of the polyphenols and they help protect our skin from that UVB damage. And also they help to prevent, there's an enzyme that breaks down collagen. And so green tea and white tea um, can help prevent inhibit that enzyme from breaking down our collagen because our collagen breakdown starts as early as in our twenties. Um, so I'm a big fan of green tea and white tea. I really consider that I hate using the word anti-aging because I think it's more about aging gracefully, but that's, you know, just something so simple to incorporate into your diet, whether it's drinking it or taking it, um, as a supplement, I think that's a great, a great, um, addition and pretty low cost as well.
0: Right, so you know the theme that we're extrapolating here, as you've already described, it is free radical excess, right? Oxidative stress, whether it's environmental or internal, this is what's breaking down the stuff of the skin. Uh, this yes. is what we want to slow down. You've talked about, uh, you know, berries. I mean, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. We got to eat the whole rainbow basically every yeah. day. But it turns out those those purple, blue variety are some of the most protective. And then the EGCG. Uh, out of green tea and white yes. tea that you described, it will protect us. And um, I'm a huge fan of carotenoids, lutein, zeaxanthin, yes. astaxanthin, kale, I mean, some spinach. Kale. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, And I hate these proponents that are out there that talk about anti-nutrients or excessively. I mean, that might be an issue for some folks that are found in green leafies, but um, yeah. you know, I, I, I kind of decided to ignore that some years ago. It's intrigue. It's intriguing. It's worthy of uh, doing some due diligence on, but I would highly recommend people don't avoid, you know, spinach, kale, and especially mustard greens, cabbage. That whole family just mm, so, so good, for, so helpful for hormonal balance as well. You know, so this is this is a lot about what we put into ourselves and some of what we want to avoid: external toxins and so forth. Not just the ethereal you know, toxins out of the plumes of smoke and the industrial um you know production manufacturing centers, but also, you know, things that people should know about not to apply to their skin. You know, and 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 you're a huge advocate of this. So what about toxic ingredients and products that people should not apply um or put on their body?
1: Yeah. So I mean the skincare industry is just ripe with just so many junk. We we think that food industry is brutal in terms of the junk foods, but you know what? I would almost say the food industry is way better regulated than the cosmetic industry, which is literally not regulated. So I'd say the biggest problems with the conventional skincare industry, the beauty industry is all of the hormone disrupting ingredients and just so many garbage ingredients. And then it's very misleading because you see everywhere, everything is paraben free now, and it's greenwashing. So it parabens are essentially they, they're hormone disruptors, but the problem is, why a lot of companies use them is because they are preservative. They're an antibacterial. So they prevent bacteria from growing in your moisturizer or your anti-wrinkle cream. So then the industry said, okay, let's get parabens out, but, Oh, by the way, we're just going to put something else in. So they remove parabens so they can say paraben free, but then they use all these formaldehyde releasing ingredients instead, which have different names, but there's no paraben name in it. So parabens are key to avoid for sure, but then so are all the formaldehyde releasing ingredients. Essentially when it comes to skincare, um, if I'm ever using a product that I'm not deeply familiar with, I go online to something called Inky Decoder and I type in what the ingredient is or I go to EWG, the environmental working group. They have a skin deep website. I type in the ingredient and I actually do my own research. It's the same as food. You always want to know what your food is made of. You want to know what your skincare products are made of as well. Cause you already said your skin is your largest organ. What you put on your body gets absorbed into your skin. So start with the products that spend the most time on your skin. If you put a moisturizer on in the morning it's on your skin all day versus a cleanser that you're just washing off so if it comes down to budget look to the products that you that spend the most time on your skin and get those clean avoid fragrance i'll just add that one more in there because fragrance can mean hundreds of different chemicals these are phthalates they are essentially plasticizers they adhere the scent to your skin And they are hormone disruptors as well. So anything that has fragrance, perfume, or cologne listed on the label can mean hundreds of different ingredients. And if you have, well, I was going to say, if you have sensitive skin, but you know what, even if you don't have sensitive skin, you definitely want to avoid those for your, for your health
0: words of advice, uh, sorry, rather words of wisdom. <laughs> that is words of advice uh, to be carried through <laughs> with words of wisdom. I don't know about the first one you talked about, but I definitely am a huge advocate. Folks should just Google cosmetic database because yeah. at the end of the, you know, at the these databases are very helpful to understand as you just described what you're putting on your skin. I'm going to go so far as to say they could be possibly taking years off of your life. Um, you developed Absolutely. a skincare line. I want you to tell us all about that.
1: Yeah, totally. So we have a skincare line trio, which is just really simple. I wanted to, um, I wanted to develop a skincare line that was just really simple. Um, that I, I kind of, we call it here in the office, skinimalism, few ingredients, <laughs> <I like laughs> safe it. for the body, very effective, great for any age. So we have a cleanser. The main ingredient is comfrey, organic comfrey root which Mm. is very anti-inflammatory, very soothing. So great. If you have aging skin great, if you have sensitive skin or if you have healthy skin, great. So we have our cleanser that removes obviously makeup, dirt oil, but doesn't strip that skin barrier. doesn't strip that lipid layer. That's so key. So many people think that when their skin is tight and dry, that means it's clean. You have to, you know, change your mindset on that. And then we have a serum, which is cold breast, organic rosehip oil and hyaluronic acid, which is, it's not when people hear acid, it's not going to like burn your skin. This actually hydrates your skin. So hydrated skin is key to youthful skin. If your skin is hydrated, well hydrated from drinking water, um, eating good fats, maybe taking a collagen supplement, you're, and using the right products, your skin is not going to look wrinkly. Fine lines appear when our skin is dry. And as we age and we don't have an, as much, have as much as est- our estrogen levels go down, our skin gets drier and we look older. So keep your skin hydrated with a good serum. And then we also have a really good toner, magical mist and the main ingredient. in that is organic rose geranium, uh, which is again, very, anti-inflammatory and it feels so good. And you know, the skin's pH is actually more acidic when we use these soaps and detergents and put so much junk on our skin. It's terrible for the acid mantle of our skin and bad for our skin barrier function. So that's why using a toner, the right kind of toner without alcohol really supports healthy skin. So it's just those three, those three products, a toner, a serum, and then our cleanser. And we are coming out with a skin mask soon, which I'm really excited about.
0: Ooh, sounds good. Skinimalism. Did I get that right? Skinimalism? Yeah, skinimalism. I love that. fewer ingredients. The fewer there are, you know, in the the simple, but also researched, uh, evidence-based, you know, uh, know, approach that you're taking. I love it. And by the way, I'm living proof that it works. Um, I always get this chafed, cracked skin on my right heel, not my left, my right only. In the winter, no matter how many omega-3s and how much I'm taking care of myself, sort of in parallel to your description of take care of yourself, but, you know, still rosacea creeped its ugly head up and you were able to then get some insights and manage it. Um, but this persists for me year over year. I still have to crack the code on this. But anyway, your formula, I think it was the body butter. Right? Yes, our not- body
1: butter. Yes. You sent me.
0: I, I I applied it. It works every time. I've been using it for the last two winters. No more chafed, uh, cracked, ugly heel that my wife makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> I'm
1: so, so glad to hear that. So,
0: so I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna end off on this. We're almost out of time. What is Joy McCarthy's plan to live beyond a hundred?
1: Oh, just keep doing what I'm doing. I love what I do. I'm never gonna retire, uh, and I really want to make sure I always take long vacations. And mm. yeah just just have a positive having a positive mindset i think is so key and laughing lots um taking remaining time. joyous let's yeah, just say it's not just joyous. about
0: joyous through and through um exactly. i love it i love it so much thank you so much for joining you want to follow joy mccarthy on social media at joyous health and check out her award-winning website joyoushealth.com and as we're saying stay joyous everyone and thanks so much for joining me on uh-huh. wild on health seeking health Span. Well, that's all the time we have for today. One of the best ways to put years on your life is to assess your DNA and learn the nutritional, lifestyle, and supplement interventions that are ideal for you. You can't change your genes, well, at least not the ones you got from mom and dad, but you can manage genetic expression in your favor. So, if you haven't done so already, go to thednacompany.com and get your test today. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to Wild on Health Seeking Healthspan. And for tons more free health information, check out wildonhealth.com.